The night had arrived, a reckoning between the ready boys and elven king Amran. There was some kind of ball going on, dancing, drinking, all that. Amran had a crap speech planned, I'm sure, but me. I was the one to be the main attraction, wielding a new sword and imbued with new powers. <laughs> well, let's just get to it, shall we? So the night has arrived. The magical new moon is present on the spring dome ceiling. A night of clear skies, flowing dresses, coattails, and spotlights attract the most prestigious citizens within the city of Falron. Crafters Guild shareholders, silversmiths, diamond lords, and pearl experts are among the political leaders, including Sindar, chief of the Amonfane Wood Elves, Rose, the druid shaman from the Springtide Temple, Kai of the Amethyst Mist, also present are Traylan's Lady Selma, Mayor of D- Dunabur, and Mayor Thornkin of Ben Ivor. The three rowdy boys, Rory, Telnius, and Ias, have spent the day collecting items from the upper district. Your tickets easily got you into the upper district. And uh, what are your costumes? Are you going as the same guys from the Amethyst Mist or are you going with something different this time? I'm doing the same thing. I've got my hair dyed. I've got eye black under my eyes, but I've also got like my kind of look like the Nightman. Yeah, I've got my (laughs) I look like the Nightman with cat eyes. Yeah, Yeah. but I've got like my gray cloak on inside out. So that the gray is showing. Oh, and it's like white fur on the inside? And the white fur is on the inside. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, and since we're both bodyguards, yeah. I'll have mine like that too, so we kind of Dope. match. Decadent Found as it. fuck. Stealthy yes. boys. I want to take off my rotting hand. Oh, that's oh, a part of your no, costume. No, no, no. Oh. I'm removing the rotting hand, and I am replacing it with the uh, uh, Bishop Columns. What is the name of this hammer, then? Uh Thesla's Justice. Okay, so I, I just use Thesla's Justice and tie it to my... Uh, That's dope. That's yeah. new. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't want to... I, I want to be a high-order Trayland um, cardinal of some sort. And I do have a question. Is this a place that will check us for weapons, or if we are carrying weapons, would that be expected? It's it's a place where a lot of military leaders will be. There's enough guards to where they're not worried about people walking in with weapons. Okay, so if we have our weapons with us, that's okay. Yes. Nice. That's good to know. Perf. Cool. I've got a brand new longsword, and I'm eager to use it. It is, a, it is a time of war. So, I mean, they're extra cautious. You see a lot of guards around at the entrance checking everyone just checking and making sure there's no making sure there's no foul play or anything but for the most part rory telnius and Ias coming into the ballroom with your tickets in hand you're pretty much brought through into the main event so the decadent ballroom is large with a crystal chandelier high above the dining room the dance floor 
in the midst of all of the tables is laced with swirling pink and pearl marble. At the furthest end away from the entrance are silver banisters and slender staircases, one on the left side, one on the right, that lead from the elegant balcony where Amrin will give his summit address from. There is a large window that acts as the backdrop to the balcony, revealing the stars of the false sky. Blue caped guards with silver helms and crafters guild armor line the walls and silver swords are at their sides, waiting for any trouble that should arise. So you guys kind of get seated and uh, there's about 30 minutes to give for small talk and just about. So you guys can either like sit down and get a little bit of a game plan for the rest of the night or uh, whatever you guys want to do. Are we at a table alone? Um, at, at the beginning, yes. Okay. Because nobody's really sat down. People are finding people they know. You see Traylander leaders kind of meeting with Traylanders, you know, Am and Fane kind of staying by themselves. All the Crafters Guild people are at the front. They're at the main VIP tables and stuff. So you guys are kind of toward the back. Um, can I say that the same disguise I'm wearing now is the same disguise I was using to meet Sindar? Sure. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Because it's just the black hair and the black vest. Yeah, That's I love what it. I was wearing. That's perfect. I rolled an 18 on perception. I want to check um, the service staff. And, s- I mean, it's just a wild hunch. I want to see if I recognize Siggy, Fruolana, um, Uba, or anyone and see if they're anywhere to be seen or any sign of them. Sure. Um, actually, all of the service staff are high elves. Okay. So no one of the Varican nature is being is at this um, event. So it's not like Dunabur in the beginning. Correct. Okay. Any um, any sign of Kowloon anywhere? Not at the moment, no. All right. Well, then I go to our table. I assume there's like a reserved seating or something. Mm-hmm. I go to our table. Well, the, the VIP section is all reserved. There's general seating toward the back. If, if I could spare a moment, I would like to just mosey over to uh, Sindar. Sure. Yeah. So you walk up as he's drinking some champagne and he turns around and, Oh, kin. Hello, Sindar. Did not expect to see you here. Well, this is where I need to come to find answers. So I'm hoping this is the place to receive them. Same, yes. Same for myself. Yes, uh, where will you be sitting? I'm right over there. Next to those two. <laughs> what are you guys doing at the table? I wave the <laughs> hammer. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm following along behind um, Telnius and... I don't know. I, like, I whispered to you, I was like, is there anybody here like we want to talk to? Or like, we're just trying to blend in, right? Yeah, trying to keep a low profile. Okay. Well, let's just go. Let's just go take our seats. Yeah. Get some, maybe get some food. Or some hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. That sounds good. Oh, they look like uh, pleasant folk. <laughs> well, you could say that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Listen. I'm happy to be here, and I hope we learn much from this night, but I found out some information I thought you might would like to know. Yes, it seems like that? they're carting people as slaves to Nalda. Slaves to Nalda? And what? I was curious if you knew anything of the such. I had no clue of such awful, awful news. Do you... 
Do you mean the internment camp, the internment workers? I do. Tenolda. Out there, that's the Pearl Islands, and that's about it. Dunabur is on, it's on the way to Dunabur, I, I right. guess. Why would they need workers out that way? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And then on top of that, my friend over there, he found out that they're shipping supplies out to Nolda more than necessary. These things don't add up, and I thought you might like to know. Thank you. I'm not quite sure what to do. And just as he's saying do, you hear bells ringing as all the people have made their way in. There's, you know, the whole place is just sounds like chatter here and there. There's kind of a dull roar. And as the bells ring, the chatter diminishes as dinner is being served. And Sindar says, well, I must, uh, I must sit uh, along with the other ne- leaders of the uh, different nations. Um, Carry on. But uh, thank you for that information. Absolutely. Uh, give me an insight check. Sure. 16. You can definitely tell that he's mulling this information around in his mind, and, and it is very troubling to him. Cool, cool. That's a good sign. So Ayas makes his way back to the table. Well, to can <laughs> I one last time try and contact Colleen sure. through the thing? Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm, as we're taking our seats, I'm like, Colleen, I need to know one more time. Are you here, bud? I need some advice on what we're going to do. Stay together. And Riamarayasios. Do I get inspiration from that? Are you good with that, DM? Oh my god. <laughs> you you snuck that in, you snuck. <laughs> little... Oh yeah. Well at least at least he gets it. That's and awesome. I, I told you when we we Andrew yeah. and I had to separate and do a separate conversation, and I told him I was you, gonna do the only thing I could to help Rory out. You feel a, like through the verbal sentence like coming into your body, you have you gain a gain uh you gain a yes. bardic inspiration, which I believe is a D eight to add yep. to a D twenty. Good for roll. you, yeah. For all of us? So I'm like, Kalun, <laughs> where are you? Tell Just me where you are. are. Are you there? Are those bagpipes? Oh, stop making no, those Is noises. that more inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get I'm anything the back. Fucking earpiece. Um, he says, no matter what, we got to stick together. And he also, like, I feel encouraged. He said those weird words he always says. Oh, uh, I know those words. Right, the Mark, I say more eyes. Yeah. yeah. Those are good words. He so, says more eyes every time. Yeah. More eyes, not less eyes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Ria Rice Hagen. Right. Ria, more eyes. Eos. <laughs> Which is Gaelic for hello. <laughs> So the, the bell is rung, dinner begins to be served. A string quartet plays gently in the background. So there's a large fish set out onto the table. You guys are able to pick at that. There's like different shrimp and uh, all types of seafood. Uh, you look over and it's just like Roy's mouth is full and the tail of the fish is like hanging out. <laughs> this side. After the dessert is served, the music begins to pick up and the dance floor is open. Guys, give me... Uh, do you guys want to join into the dancing? Yo, I'm dancing. Perfect. Why not? Oh. Okay, give me performance checks. What kind of music? Is it fast? Or it's is a it like string slow? quartet that picks up the pace, so it's like... Nice. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's like fast mm-hmm. ballroom dancing, yes. Fast? Still, fa- okay. still fancy. Yeah. There's lots of... You know, everyone kind of partners off and they all kind of coordinate. 19. Ooh, Roy's a good dancer. Shit. So, 19. 14. Wow, you guys are really good dancers. You all kind of find uh, different partners throughout the the ballroom, and you guys are able to keep up with the coordination. 
you're twirling when it's right, you're spinning your partner when it's right, all that kind of stuff. Now everyone give me perception checks. Taylor? 17. Uh, 23. Telnius, as you're dancing and your partner's kind of like, every time she grips the hammer, she's just kind of like, odd about it but it's funny i got a 14 on my dance yeah makes sense (laughs) so she's kind of weird about it but you actually see past her you see a familiar person with white hair and a white beard and an eye patch dancing with mayor selma he has kind of darker skin brown skin and uh he's laughing twirling selma with one hand and drinking wine with the other selma looks elated as her flowing dress floats through the air her long black hair is curled at the end seeming as if the recent stress of her job has aged her though since the last time you saw her in dunabur so you notice this as omar I twirl the woman I'm with um, kind of ah, away, ah, ah. and then I <laughs> She walk. just keeps twirling out, out, <laughs> out of an exit. <laughs> I choose you, Beyblade, go! And, yeah, I got you. And Let I walk rip. to Omar sure. um, by way of uh, Ayas and Rory. So I want to pick them up on the way, and as I walk by them, I say, guys, it's it's Omar. Oh, Follow so me. I will twirl my girl away as well, and I'll go and you to pick like up Telnius. dance with Telnius, and then hopefully grab Ayas as well and do like three three way dancing. Yeah, let's do it. I uh, bring my girl with me, <laughs> and the four of us <laughs> kind of saunter in over a circle. In a circle. This is the most confused high elf, the girl with you in the circle, and you're like saying, "It's Omar over yeah. there. Stick, yeah. stick with us, kid. Yeah, you'll go somewhere. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, I'm." Kindas. Kindas. Okay. You know what? I feel like we can trust Kindas. Maybe honorary rowdy gal. <laughs> rowdy gals. My What's lady. a rowdy gal? <laughs> all right. You stick with us, Kindas. I oh, like okay, you. Okay. Cool. Kindas. You all New are member. fantastic dancers. Yes. Are you from Trayland? We are. Mayhaps. Uh, Mayhaps. Well, how do you feel about Traylanders? I feel like you're all such unique people. You're oh. in good company. Let us go. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> All right, so let, we walk to Omar. On the dance floor? We dance uh, to him. No, 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 no. Um, so I walk towards him and say, um, as I'm walking towards him, like, guys, get his attention and go to the closest table. And then I walk, like, past him and, like, make eyes at him and, like, nod my hammer and show him the hammer that I know he saw when we were in the uh, the bar and then go and sit at a table um, close by. As he's dancing and having fun, he sees your hammer and, like, revelation. And he, you guys here on the dance floor, Ayas and Roy, you hear him say, Excuse me, uh, Selma, I must uh, be... I'm very hungry. I'm going to get a, another bite to eat. And he kind of passes Selma off to another dancer, and he walks off the dance floor. And there's only, like, two or three people at different tables, but you're you're back at your table. There's no one else there. Ayas and Rory, do you guys stay on the dance floor, or do you come back out? Follow. I follow. I okay. F- follow with Kindas. Perfect. <laughs> you guys sit down with Omar. Just the three of you. Or wait, what did you just say? <laughs> Kindas comes. Kindas comes and sits yeah, with We're going to call her New Kowloon. Yeah, yeah, she's new color. No Kowloon. Now we got Kindas. One K for another K. God. Um, you look familiar, he says to tell, to Telnius disguised as someone else. <laughs> I kind of, uh, I grab Kindas's hand and I say, could you go get me a drink from the bar? Yes, of course. What do you want? 
um, any kind of punch or anything. Mm. Surprise I don't. Me. I'm not a violent person. I'll find something. Hey, Matt, bring does. me some kick. Yeah. Uh, do they have any hot wine over there? I'll go check. Okay, make, perfect. Make Sounds that three, please. Okay, I'm not the numbers girl, but uh, hey, I'll try me. and make it work. It's this many, and I hold up three fingers. I hold up four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> the feckless five. Yeah. Um, uh, sweet. Yeah, so Omar says, Talnius? Uh, um, <laughs> you are a wise man. And with you here are... Uh, this is... Rory and Ayas. Well, I must tell you uh, a lot in a very small amount of time. But, yes, um, Favorin, is she okay? Favorin made it to the Elder Elk Temple, and she is fine. Um, good job at getting her out of the city. Fantastic. Runa, on the other hand, she had made it back to the Elder Elk Temple, and she did not have good news. Basically, we are here to uh, retrieve Runa's mother as this city has become far too dangerous. Uh, when the time is right, uh, although Antiva, I have not seen her, nor have I seen Amrin, but uh, when the time is right, uh, are you guys willing to help us out? Absolutely, but let's pause that for a second. You said Runa made it back to you? Correct. At the monastery? Yes, she Were appeared. the rest with her? No, she es- uh, escaped as just an eagle. Uh, and made it back Did to the temple. Did she say what happened to our yeah. friends, Talon and Uba? Yes, she... Siggy. Uh, Ilana and Siggy. She... She said that they had been taken. I look at you guys like I fucking knew it. I fucking Can't trust knew it. Talon for anything. They'd been taken to... And just as he uh, says this, the the whole place goes quiet as the string quartet... Uh, stops their music and changes pace to a more like um, a more fanciful type of song. Like, the Reigns of Castamere. I was, God damn it, Sorry. I was going to say that. And people from the <laughs> dance floor start flooding back to their seats. People are very close to you all. And he says, he just quickly says, when the time is right, help us out. And you he, he goes, he stands up like as you guys are answering and he goes back to his seat with Selma leaving you guys at your table. So the audience grows quiet. The music mellows and everyone takes their seats. Kendall brings me my drink. Yes, she comes back and she was like um they just had normal wine. I'm so sorry. Okay. Is there a microwave? <laughs> microwave. So everyone takes their seats. A group of guards escorts Elven Queen Antiva down the balcony staircase and to her seat amongst the Crafters Guild executives. She, with braided blonde hair pulled back into a bun, wears a white dress with small thin plates of silver crafted into leaves. She wears a pearl necklace with a circle pendant. The triangle within the circle is made of diamond and the square is made of silver filling the middle is a blue gemstone it is topaz the light blue her face is placid as she sits and once her chair is tucked in the music becomes bold and triumphant the crowds rise from their seats and applaud as amrin fills the balcony He has a long blue cape and a sash across his chest with a brooch of the Crafter's Guild. The crown with the gemstone sits atop his head. Give me perception checks, you three. 19. 19. 
eight. <laughs> Teen? Telnius, you're like, you went to grab your wine with the hammer and it just spilled all over <laughs> you and your lap. And you're like, oh, dog, oh, my, you're my like, vestments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, good thing that was cold wine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ias and Rory, you guys see kind of past Amrin where the main torches are lighting him and uh, his arms are sprawled out addressing the applauding crowd before him the you know uh, dance floors at the at the bottom of the balcony and then the rest of the dance floors are behind it uh, Rory and Ias you can see just a little bit past and you realize through the door that Amron came through two guards had come through the one has a rather large bagpipes <laughs> large bagpipes the one has uh, a large fuck what's the word oh, I'm sorry cowl cowl <laughs> yes yeah. cloak is the fucking word that I keep forgetting one has a large cloak similar to the fashion that Devin had when he turned the corner and a large cowl shadowing the face although possibly a blue hint coming from behind it and maybe mm. like one side is full and the other side's kind of dangly and frilly <laughs> actually <laughs> it is the opposite the right side seems a little bit more full as the cloak is pulled up to the front of his body mm. uh, and the left side seems just kind of more normal other than the abnormality of behind mage hand the one two that guards right so as you're facing Amran to the left you notice this to look as if, you know, Rory, you're seeing the same kind of getup that Kalun was wearing as the guard and a possible hint of blue behind the helmet. That so it he appears every, all intents and purposes, it looks like it's Devin and Kalun. Yes. With your roles, you were able to kind of like piece that together. Amran begins his speech. Welcome all to my courts, my ballroom. Thank you, those from Treyland, and those from the Crafters Guild. I am here to address you all as two nations joined together in unity. I am also here to announce the productivity of Elfrahim. The leaders of Trayland, I implore you to listen to what we have planned for our conjoined futures. He has Nordi Scepter, the gold and silver, all leading up to the blue gem at the top, the topaz. I look away. I cast my eyes down. And he you motioned to us to do that yeah, too? I, I tap you on the side to like, don't look at that. Okay. I uh, I stare at my date, Kendas, and I just look at her, and I'm like, I kind of caress her cheek. She's looking straight up at the... She's, like, magnified by the Elven King. And from the gemstone, a, a, a blue glow happens, and it looks as if the window behind becomes a projection of images. So if you kind of, like, sneak a little peek, not directly at the scepter, you notice that... And your detect magic would would just bring about like a minor illusion. He's creating imagery of of different things. The Vatican internments 
workers are improving our productivity by 150%. You guys see images of American workers in longer chains working in diamond mines and silver mines and at smelting camps. The Verican are our enemies. But if you feel remorse for these workers, think these are the people that have raided your villages, killed your families for sport, and worst of all, I hate to admit it, but they've awakened ancient forces. And as he says this, you see like a projection of armies of, of frost giants marching through wooded forests, through snow, toward Varahim. Can I, I, I take the silverware on my table and I, I don't watch what he's showing directly. Ooh. I watch it through the reflection of the silverware, so I'm not directly looking at it. And I, like, nudge you guys to do the same. Perfect. Yeah. And you guys, it's almost more fascinating to see the reactions of the crowds, the high elves and the trailing right. leaders. They're all just, like, gasping. They've never seen a frost giant before, so the projection of a whole army of them is frightening to them. And so Amran puts his arms out, and the room comes to silence. Do not fear, though. I, with the help of the druids, have created the Spring Dome for protection from these frost giants and from the awoken goddess Isvanya. And at this, people gasp as an image of a pale, white-skinned woman with a tarnished crown upon her forehead and long flowing white hair. Ayas, through the reflection, your hand begins shaking as you realize this is an image of Isvanya, the one from your visions the year before. Everyone give me perception checks. Ayas, you're going to take disadvantage, though, because of that image of Isvanya. <laughs> you are watching through a spoon, yeah. so... I'm watching through a um, plastic spoon. Oh, <laughs> you picked up the one plastic yeah. spoon. I got a four if it matters. It does. Okay. 11. Nine. Who got the highest? 11. Micah yeah. with a, an oh, 11. Wow. You rolled <laughs> a one. And yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. Micah. Makes sense, though, because we're not. none of us are looking straight at it. Yeah, as you're looking away, it's almost like a frightening image. You kind of like, wait, what the? F you hear like a small like squeaking, and you see a mouse. <laughs> no, but it is scurrying. Uh, a, a, a small mouse, and it looks like it has uh, mostly white fur with a bit of red at the head, kind of scurrying through the feet of Runa. the fucking um, Runa. It's fucking Runa. <laughs> I like nudge you guys. Guys, I think Runa is that mouse right there. She's, she's scurrying toward the head of the room, toward the VIP sections. Amron continues, Elf Rahim will help protect the Trailinders, and with their help, can defeat the Varrican. I Can I whisper to, to Telnius, like, mm -hmm. can you do anything to, like, I don't know, do you think, like, casting silence or, like, something up there that might help her out if she's trying to head up to where they are? Well, she's not. She's heading to the VIP group. I, I don't know if, if uh, casting a spell right now is a good idea, but may, maybe we should follow her. Maybe we should get up, and we should follow. We will definitely be seen. Will we? Well, but maybe that's okay. I don't think so. <laughs> we'll defeat the Varrican and these 
horrid giants and this goddess. Then Estonia and Alfrahim will rule these lands in peace, side by side, as it was always meant to be. Alfrahim will expand the north, and it looks as if like a Google Maps version of Verahim, and it zooms in on the northern half of Verahim as if on a map, and it outlines that area. Alfrahim will expand north of the Avanova, and Trailingers will be allowed to peaceably expand the southern area of this great nation. And once your prince Ethan arrives as the Lord Protector with his mass of reinforcements. War for Verahim will be done. At that, I stand up and start walking uh, towards the VIP area. If you're facing Amran, the mouse was scurrying to the front left. Omar is at the front right with Selma and the Trailender leaders. Is there any way I can walk where I am obscured from his vision? Sure. I mean, like, if you go back around uh, the wall, because you were near the back, right, your, your right. dining tables were. So you get up and you begin to walk. You get your speed. You get 30 feet walking and edging towards Ias and Rory. Do you want to react if at the same time? If he's getting up to do that, I would like to do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you start drawing a little bit of attention, a little I'm bit. I'm trying of, to be stealthy as I can, though. Okay. And it could also look like you're going to the refreshment table as well, as naturally yeah. um, as possible. And actually, as I stand up, I say, like, I'm going to go get another drink over there. Nice. Nice. To help yeah. their stealth, I stay put. Oh, okay. Perfect. Rory's only about 20 feet away from you. Right. Telnius, Ias is still at the table at the edge of the of the ballroom. I see Telnius making motions, and I just lean over, and I whisper in Kindos's ear, and I just say it. I'm going, I finished my drink. I'm going to go get another one. You sure you don't want me to get it for you? It's fine. Let me get you one. What would you like? Uh, I'm good. I haven't been able to drink. This is an amazing speech. You are quite the soul. I will be right back. Okay, yes. And she kind of looks back up as Amran continues. The war for Verahim will be over. It is time. And he makes a fist with his left hand and brings up his uh, scepter. It is time we teach these barbarians the art of civility. Omar stands and shouts, You are the barbarian, slaver, torturer, sadist. You feed on the suffering of others. Thessla would have brought friendship to the Vatican, not slaughter, to steal their lands. Suddenly, a wall of flame shoots up at the edge of the balcony, the front edge of it. This knocks Amran flying backwards, his cape singed by the flames. Ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and get comfortable in your seats. Grab something sweets because I come to you as always on my feet with information on my lips. I, me, us, they are Andrew Palmer is your DM. Micah, Brad, Colin, and Taylor are respectively Telnius, Rory, Kalun, and Ias. Listen to me on my tunes on my website so aptly name, review me, use me, validate me with intangible stars on iTunes. iTunes because they're my tunes. 
New deep and thoughtful thoughts from the bad DM from Not Quite Heroes and DK Kinnison from Delena. Much appreciate. Very help. The smile on your face when you talk about us and add your voice to Twitter and Instagram is not fleeting. It is instead loud, proud, and part of the crowd. Find us at at Chasm Quest. We will be there for you to stare like we are performers at a fair. The dark space of ignorance is cold and foreboding, but can be lit by the torch that is social media and discord. Talk with me, sit with me on discord by first talking with at Bob the Furby and at Signatory C. And if you enjoy what we are doing, support us on patreon.com slash chasmquest. We will get a warm, fuzzy feeling in our chest. Now, take your beers and give your cheers for the delightful Queer Dungeoneers. When we started this journey, I was just a dropout from the College of Arcanists. Some girl who could turn into animals. A pickpocket looking for answers. I was a swan. But along the way, I found hope. Love. Family. I found out I can turn into a giant worm. Okay, look, Signana, I... What? He's right. But it's really not fitting in with the tone of what we're going for here. I mean, I, we're all talking about the esoteric... Queer Dungeoneers, an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. I can turn into a worm. Oh, forget it. Suddenly, a wall of flame shoots up at the edge of the balcony, the front edge of it. This knocks Amran flying backwards, his cape singed by the flames. The two guards behind rush to him as he is escorted through the back door behind him. Oh, I try and follow. Yeah, I I cast uh, telekinesis via my ring. Perfect. To grab him, and my goal is to move him 30 feet in, like to straight above the dance floor so he can and then let go so he can drop uh, into the middle of the dance floor. All right, floor. so it is his strength check against that. My spell, my yes. spell. Ca- uh, <sighs> oh my god. What'd you get? I got a 22. No. <laughs> he got an 18. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to do this turn based. Okay. okay. All right. So all of a sudden. The two guards and Kowloon, you're watching this as Kowloon's rushing over, uh-huh. pulling Amron back. All of a sudden, a force is pulling him away from you two. Before the results of that, though, we're going to kind of go turn by turn. So, a red-haired half-elf appears at the table with the Crafters Guild diners. She draws a blade and puts it to Antiva's throat lifting her from her chair. It is Runa. The guards around her draw their swords. Everyone's, all the guards are beginning to draw their swords. As the ballroom turns into chaos, guests are getting up to begin running for the exits as drapes and walls are catching flames. Runa then covers Antiva's eyes, and you see Omar pulling out a very similar 
object that you've seen before. It looks like a rubber ball. Do you guys react before? I cover my eyes immediately. Actually, Wait, well, I, I you mean, said we've seen before. What what are we seeing? I just look away. Oh shit! Okay, because I because my hand wouldn't do anything for me, so I just look <laughs> completely away. Okay, I see you do that. Do you Can remember? Me personally, I'm not remembering what this is. I don't oh, know if Rory, Rory was not yeah, there. Rory wasn't there. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, Kowloon is going to try his best to keep that memory from. Oh, evil like, Kowloon. Evil Kowloon. Oh, to try yeah, that, and yeah, blind possible? him. Yeah. Give me a wisdom save. Uh, 12 for my wisdom save. It was not enough, but inner Kowloon, you're watching this all happen. I'll let you get three words out to Rory. Close your eyes. Rory, just okay, very, so very clearly. I close my eyes. Yeah, I just cl- I close my eyes. Kowloon, okay. you take two points of... Uh, hit points. Tell Nias you're covering your eyes as well, or what are you doing? Well, okay, so I saw him look away, and I was confused, and then I see him close his eyes, and then I'm like, oh, fuck. So then I close my eyes. At the eyes. very last moment, Tell Nias, since you're the last... You, you dab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the very last moment, you see Omar jump on a table and throw this ball to the floor. That same bright light as if the sacred flame light fills the entire room. Guests are brought into a blur. Guards are stunned around him. And now we're going to start turn-based, okay? So we're going to first come to Ayas. I sprint over to Runa and uh, Antiva, and I just grab them, and I start shuffling them towards the door. Hopefully. Okay, perfect. You guys are heading toward the exit. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she's got Antiva with her. And when you get close, you can tell Antiva's eyes are... She's placid the entire time, emotionless even, and her eyes are like a dull blue. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're starting to escort her towards the nearest exit. Yeah, I'm even helping pull Antiva if I have to. Perfect. We're going to come to Kaloon's body. Unfortunately, your body is wanting mm-hmm. to assist Amran in keeping uh, his... Oh, I thought Amran was already pulled back. He's, he's being pulled back, but the body of Kaloon gets a reaction. Is it strength, dexterity? What is it? Strength to hold on to him still, because you and Devin have holds on his sh- on his arms, and right. you're pulling back. It'd be great if you guys just pulled so, off his arms. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> Does it's it matter? 10. Oh, it's only ten. Okay, so Amran uh, begins. He comes out of your grasp, although Devin, he is not able to hold Amran. Devin's wings come out from behind the cloak. And he's not able to stop Amran, but he fly- he's able to keep up with Amran as his uh, as his reaction. And so now we're going to go to Rory. So, Are we- so Amran is being held above. Devin does not have a hold on him, but Devin has flown out. So Devin is close to him, enough yes. to where on his next turn he could try to save Are, him. Literally on his way, yeah. Okay. Are we to assume that they can see fine? Whom? Devin and Colin. Well, I guess that's a good point because Colin. Well, Colin failed his save to stop evil Colin from being blinded. So evil Colin probably blocked his eyes, but Devin doesn't know that, right? So the range of it actually does not reach up to the. Yeah, unfortunately. So Rory. Okay, so what I was envisioning is I had been kind of stealthing along the side of the room to try and get up to the front. Yes. And if I'm remembering correctly, you said like there's a staircase in front of me that would go up to the balcony area. 
um, if you make it that far. That's closer to the VIP section, though. So okay. it's probably another 30 feet away from you. The staircase itself? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> How far up? How far up is Amron? Amron's that... probably 40 feet in the air. Hmm. You just want to gain high ground. Y- yes. Okay. I, um, I am wanting to... I'm wanting to run... I'm wanting to to move towards the staircase. Sure. And as I'm doing so, I'm going to a rage. Okay. And you can tell me if I'm doing too much, but since I'm doing that, I can I can cash dash as a bonus action. Perfect. And I'm trying to charge up the staircase, and what I want to do is jump out and try and grapple Devin. Ooh, as I'm charging up the staircase. Okay, he's like another 10 feet higher than that. So you're literally going to have to jump off of the banister, the, the railing of the stairs. Are you willing to... I'm willing to try it. Give me an athletics check. And that's technically a strength check, and you're raging, so... Advantage. Fucking eagle. Advantage, eh? Okay. Oh, that was good. Ka! With 23. And I jump. Whoop, whoop, ka! And I'm flying through the air towards Devin. <laughs> Devin has flashbacks. And my arm is ex- is extending like Michael Jordan's in Space Jam. Yeah, uh-huh. yes. you're trying to grapple or attack him. I'm trying to grapple him. Once attack ag- him. Once again, you grapple Devin from out of the air <laughs> oh, before he can reach Amrin. And obviously, you put him in an arm bar. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Rip off the other fucking arm. Oh no! Holy fuck! That's the second time I wrote two threes in a row. I can't do one cool thing with you guys. <laughs> All right. It is now Telnius's turn. Okay. You have him, so I think telekinesis would be concentration-based then. Right. You have so him held up in held the air. Held into the air, and yeah, currently Devin, Devin is uh, controlled, right? Or Devin is grappled, rather, and they yeah, are plummeting to the they're ground. They're heading quickly toward the ground. We'll resolve that on Devin's okay. next turn. Um, I am going Fuck you, Rory. To, <laughs> I am going to, with my ring, slam... Just use my concentration and slam him into the ground, and oh then rush up... And with my hammer, uh, crash my hammer into the arm holding the scepter. Wow. Ideally, the goal is to get him to release the scepter. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, concentration, as I'm running towards where I know he's going to land, I force him to the ground. So, he takes damage from the ground pound. And then pound ground his (laughs) hand. Pound ground. (laughs) Into the pound town. (laughs) Okay. So... What I will allow you to do, I believe doing the action of slamming him to the ground is would be my an move. action. Yeah. And or- then moving up to him would be your, your move. You could use your bonus action to prepare a, an attack on his arm uh, okay. should he move, almost as a reaction. What I want to do then is just drop on top of his arm. I don't want to attack. <laughs> you want him. a dead weight again? I just want a salmon on top of the arm with. There's the a there's like a running theme with you. <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah. you eat the fish for dinner and you're just like I'm just a fish. Well, it, because my concern no, I get it, I is get that it. on his next turn he's going to do some crazy shit with his scepter, and so I want to dead weight onto um, him. Dead weight onto Look, him. That's your signature move now. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> go limp and fall onto yeah. something. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like a bonus action I could just fall onto the arm with uh, his scepter. So okay. you slam him against the ground. Okay. 
So uh, if that's a, then I roll damage, right? So it's 40 feet. It's 40 feet. So that's 4d6, but you get to double that because you're literally slamming him against the ground. Okay. So 4d6, we'll just double this. 32. 32 points of damage. Wow. Wow. All right, and then I belly flop on his arm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So Do you have a he's signature call as you fall on his arm? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dead fish. How this plays out, um, give me a dexterity check to make sure you're like on his arm and not just dead flopping onto his okay. body. It's a lot of specifics you're doing. That's the only reason why I'm... Nice, 17. This is how this plays out. So he's in the air fighting against your telekinesis, like trying to stay in the air. You literally bring your hand down and just as quickly, Amran's face is flying towards the ground. You just see his face smack against the dance floor. Blood and teeth strew out. You rush up. You... Fucking like wrestling move, like <laughs> go up in the air and kind of like give a smile to the camera and land on his arm with the staff. All right. Yes. Did I do any damage landing on his arm? No. Okay. I guess I'm pretty. I'm pretty thin. <laughs> Makes sense. You're pretty and thin. Both. But not wow. because you're not pretty because you're thin. You're just those oh. two things. <laughs> <laughs> on Amran's turn. Yeah. He casts a spell. No one else in the room can move. No time passes for other creatures. Time stop? You fucking cast time stop? Are you? F- There's no way we could beat this guy. He's casting time stop. I'm floating in the air, holding on. Yeah, Those- literally everything stops. Like. Kaloon, you're like beginning to rip off your helmet. Um, Ayas, you're trying to get Runa and Antiva out to the closest exit. Rory, you're like all of a sudden stopped grappling Devin in midair. We're still 40 feet in the air, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. So you're you're like stopped. And this is for four rounds. Yep. Time stop. That's a seventh or eighth level spell. This dude is fucking powerful. We have no chance. We're dead. It's actually a ninth level. So. Oh God! <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, time stop. Which means <laughs> he he must be level eighteen. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, oh. to cast ninth level spells. But maybe eighteen. Maybe eight or nineteen or twenty. There's no telling. But not lower than seventeen. Right. He slips out from under you. Tell me, us you're only like a foot off of the dance floor. Your whole body is vibrating. He slips out from under you. He kind of. You know, you're on his arm, so he has to let go of the um, staff. But that's just one of the rounds. Yeah. He picks the staff back up. He casts fly. Let me just make sure it's all by rules. I'm making sure it's not concentration based. 17th level. Uh, we'll get through this together. We're all dead, guys. <laughs> this is about to be a total party kill. You TPK. just belly flopped a 17th level, at least 17th level, <laughs> yeah. whatever he is. Yeah. <laughs> I only know that spell because as a DM, I prepared the final battle in Rides of the Rune Lords. 
and prep that spell multiple times. Like, I had all of these contingency plans oh, okay. for people. I can cast it as long as it doesn't affect any of, their, of the other creatures. It doesn't matter if it's concentration. He can, like, buff himself and all that, yeah. So he he then gathered... Stop beatboxing. <laughs> what the fuck? Box beat. <laughs> he picks up his staff. He looks down to you, Telnius, and says... You are a worthy contender. <laughs> because he's, <laughs> he's missing a few teeth. Uh, can you say Sphinx, please? You can't talk. He's, he's oh, yeah. Sphinx. <laughs> and he he looks about and he says, I believe my friends have this covered, though. And he casts fly and begins floating into the air, crashes through the window behind, and exits the scene. Time stop discontinues. Rory, you and Devin all of a sudden begin falling toward the ground once more. Now, did we even notice that time had stopped? I think you do, and yeah, you watched. Wa- everyone watched aware. and heard okay. everything that just happened. Yeah, so four rounds, that's 24 seconds that we were just hanging in the air. Right, he took, stopped. He took like two turns to say those things and just kind of like looked around. Okay. Then I, I prepared in that time. Okay to figure out how to like twist my body in a way that I would fall on top of him. Perfect. I was, I was going to play it out like that because okay. you really succeeded against him in the okay. grappling. So all of a sudden coming down to the dance floor is Devin and Rory. He takes 24 points of damage as okay. you slam the back of him into the dance floor. His cloak kind of opening up reveals his right arm is this like demonic ebony black arm that has an enlarged claw at the end. So on his turn, because he can fucking talk now, and Telnius, you kind of like fall like one foot back onto the ground. He brings his hand up to your face and casts Eldritch Blast. That doesn't sound good at all. That sounds bad, in fact. That's a bad thing. So does a 24 hit your AC? Yeah, a little. Yeah, and this is uh, magic, so... You take seven points of damage, oh. and for his move, he tries to escape your grapple. Go ahead and give me a strength contest. Uh, 22. Fuck! I can't! <laughs> you rolled a 19. I rolled a 19. I know. You rolled an 18. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got strong strong arms. Strong, strong arms! He's but, got strong but Rory strength. has strong. <laughs> his feet is strong, boy. Rory has strong. Runa, as she's bringing Antiva towards the door... She rips off Antiva's necklace, the one with the blue gem on it. As you watch as her eyes turn back to an amber yellow. On her turn, Runa says, Those, those are the eyes I remember. And Runa then sees one of the guards rushing up and she deflects an attack. We're going to go back to Aya's turn. There's three guards around you. Two of them were not affected by the blast. One of them is stunned. They stand between Runa and the exit. I kind of like shove Antiva towards the door with sword in hand. And I also go for a just one slash onto the guard. That's kind of like coming at her. Perfect. Roll with advantage. 18. That hits. 10. 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. With that amount of damage on this guy, 
you're able to sever off his um, his sword arm. Hell like yeah. Telnius style, sorry. At like, <laughs> at like the forearm. You just what? bring this new sword straight down. And, you and then without it. taking my second attack, I turn and I just grab Antiva and I just carry her towards the door and hopefully outside of the building. Okay. Suddenly you guys watch and Ayas, as you're rushing towards the door, the last thing you look up and see is a creature walking through runa's flames it is a bipedal wolf man glowing blue eyes wielding Ias's sword slowly descending the ballroom stairs no longer wearing the armor at the at the chest of the crafters guild no he has literally hulked out of this armor the scar on his chest where he once was bitten by an iceling, the wound now pulses with a, a light blue, and the wolf smile reveals an icicle tooth maw. I jump to Ias mm-hmm. and I, uh, I I guess like I'm I'm not technically trying to kill him, I'm trying to capture him. Sure. But I'll weaken him first. Perfect. So No kill him. Go for it. Yeah, so I guess I will... Can I do full attack? Mm-hmm. Uh, 18. That, that does it, it yeah. Okay. So, Three I attacks? hit... Yeah. Good yeah. God. <laughs> so, my natural attacks didn't hit. I missed with the bite. I missed with the claw. But your sword does hit. How about you roll to see if that's the <laughs> No, I... In that order. <laughs> that's, that's what I added. Uh, and as I do that, the sword fills up with a cold energy 21 points of damage nice. how nice. much of that was cold oh uh nine points of that was cold nice so i'll take four of those nice so that means <laughs> you take 16 points of damage boom okay. nice because of your new ring that you bought on your yep. way to the summit perfect okay yeah. so basically how this plays out is Kalun literally leaps off of the stairs as in your wolf state and you land just before Ias with Antiva. Ias, you're able to like dodge one move, dodge another, but right down your right down the front of your chest, your sword bites into your own flesh. The cold begins to affect your your body. And that'll end Kalun's turn. But inner Kalun, you are watching this. Um, go ahead and give me a wisdom save. Eight. You're defending how is inner Kalun reacting to all of this he'd probably just be screaming no like darth vader style no No! (laughs) probably probably not that dramatic but probably like an angry no yeah so rory um as much as you can kind of see through the peripherals of your vision you see him as this wolf creature land and attack ias but through your bluetooth you're hearing no Inside of that consciousness, Nordy's voice booms and says, Do not deny the power, Kalun. Your friends are meaningless. The power of Amrin is too great. Tinny. Release me. Rory, it's now your turn. Can I, um... Colin saying or Colun saying no. Am I able to understand what he's trying to get across by that? Give me an insight check. 
15 insight. Yeah, that that's enough to know like you can hear actually the pain coming through Kowloon's voice. Like you can tell he's sorrowful okay. toward his actions. That he's not saying no to, to uh, Ayas escaping. He's saying no, he doesn't like what he's doing. Exactly. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to try and do is uh, in the midst of my grapple, I'm going to try and swing myself around to get him into an arm bar with his other regular arm. But in the process of doing oh so, <laughs> I'm also going to flash my shield in his face Ooh, with my blinding nice. Yes. Okay, awesome. so he makes a constitution save. 14, he's looking for a 15. He's currently blinded. Nice. That's awesome. So you flash that. Now give me a strength contest. What the fuck? Okay, so it's going to be 20. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I was going to do the same rule. What? Are you trying to Chewbacca him again? I'm trying to rip off his other arm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I rolled a five. <laughs> Minus one. <laughs> you ripped off Devin's other arm. <laughs> Devin was so cool. I was so excited <laughs> to reveal the new form of Devin. Oh, <laughs> this time he gets to scream, and it's just... <laughs> Okay, how many many points of damage does that do? Three. (laughs) It does another 20 points of damage. Okay, and do I get another attack? You have two attacks, right? Well, is a strength check a full action? Question mark. No. Your call. You get another. Answer. Okay. This so since he's screaming. Yeah. And since I know his spell components are mostly verbal. Yeah. I've already pulled off his arm. And so I'm going to swing back and try and punch into his mouth, his open mouth. Got it. <laughs> this is just humiliating at this point. Careful. I want to I try and punch down his throat if right. I can. You're trying to silence him with his own fist into his mouth. Oh. Right? That's a good I, idea. Okay. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was thinking right. I was doing my own fist, but. Okay, yeah. I'm oh, I thought you were using no, no, his like arm. Better. I'm going to shove his arm down his throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you, suffocate you with your own fucking arm. After I'm I rip it off of you. His arm down his throat. Roy's just covered arm. with blood. Give me a strength. Give me a fucking strength check, you jerk. I hope you fail. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, 11. Uh, 12. Oh, you do not make it to his mouth. As, even in the midst of his insanity, he kind of gathers himself, and that black ebony arm just, like, grips his own fist. Okay. And has, like, a, a demon's grip on it. No pun intended. And he, um, like, crushes his own fist. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, yeah. Um, any movement on your turn? Or you want to just keep him grappled? I want to stay. I want to stay grappled with him. If I, I mean, perfect. I'm assuming I'm holding him somehow with like. Yeah. I'm on top of him still. So yeah. yeah. Using your knees again, one on a wing, one on yeah, his chest. That's my goal. Type of thing. So he's bleeding profusely. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Tell me us. All right. You're laying on the dance floor. Nobody lays on the dance floor. Nobody puts baby in the corner. What are you gonna do? All right. Um, I want to, as the crowds are like screaming and running out of the room and trying to depart from this dance, I 
I like make eyes with Kaloon and I just start walking towards him, never breaking eye contact. I cast silence without even looking on, uh, centered on Rory and Devin. And I start talking at Kaloon and say, Kaloon, stop this. This isn't you. Come back to us. We are, we are your friends, your family. Where are you? And I want to persuade, will check. I don't know. And I'm just walking gently, peaceably. I'm not trying to yeah. come across so, um, like I'm uh, intimidating. Yeah. yeah, Give me a persuasion check with advantage, and it'll actually be against uh, like the power of Nordy over his mind. So that's a 20. <laughs> I rolled a fucking five. Okay. This complete message comes through both the body of Kowloon's ears and into your mind, your next two checks, you have advantage on. Okay. Uh, in, inside my own mind, the fake me is not a real me, but there's like, there's tears streaming down my cheeks and I'm just like, I'm just yelling, tell me stay back. But obviously he can't hear me, but. Um, uh. Give me a wisdom check though, to see if Rory can hear you. Okay. Because Rory never took a bonus action. Uh, 16. You're able to communicate without taking damage. Rory, you hear him say, tell me to stay back, like, through tears. Okay, and can I say that? Yes, because okay. you have... Uh, no, he's in silence. Yeah, that's Oh, true. you cast silence. Ah, you got to yeah. say it, and there's yeah. nothing, and, and, and I, Devin's screaming at so look, look at you, and with as much <laughs> a facial expression as I can, I say... I throw my hammer at you. You still have the plastic. Like, I don't even look at him. Yeah. I just cast silence and I'm just walking. Oh, so you're not even looking at me. No, I, well, that's I, what I, I was like, going to okay. say. Give me a perception check. Tell me this. And like, you throw the plastic spoon at him. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. A uh, 20. Oh my God. Oh, wow. You're, you're able to pick up as you're walking past, even though you cast it to the side, you realize Rory's like attempting to say something. I, to I, you. I, I, um, shit. I can see he is trying to communicate something to me. I choose not to look at him. I do not break eye contact with Kowloon. I keep looking at him, trying to Amazing. Sh- like just show him that I am his friend. I am not a threat. Fuck. This is awesome. <laughs> okay. Devin's not happy. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? He um, not only just tosses his arm away from him, just as an ending of that of that strength check, he then takes his claw and just grabs at your face. Give me a dexterity check. Nineteen. He's just going to keep rolling until he hits you. <laughs> yes. Not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. <laughs> 20, that'll work. You are... Okay, so his... The, the large demon arm, so he just tosses his arm aside. He not only brings his claw in, like, over your face, you start looking away to scream at Telnius, he grabs at your face, and the claws begin digging into your skin. You take... 17 points of damage, and this is magical damage. He then throws you off of him. Okay, I don't get any kind of contention to that. That was your strength, or that yeah. was your dexterity roll. He beat your 19 dex roll. 
Oh, okay. So that was not only just to sink his claw into my face, that was to push me off of it. Right. I'm sorry. And uh, I just realized it was a critical hit. And so you take also another three points of damage as you're thrown to the side. But you're also thrown outside of the silence spell. Okay. But you've already used your bonus turn. I did. Okay. So he throws you off of him, feet away from him. But he's still on the ground? He then stands up. Okay. Oh, yeah. He would have to stand up before being able to take flight. Yes. Omar is basically still on top of the table. Guards are surrounding him. He is chopping down people left and right. Oh, shit. I forgot about guards. Especially the, uh, the ones who were stunned. He just kicks them over, basically. And then he strikes down two others. Runa rushes up to the other gu- guard who is not stunned. She attacks. She has advantage because he's stunned. She stabs into his chest and slams him against the wall next to the door, trying to make way. So now we're on Ayas's turn. Oh, nice. Okay. So I rolled a 19 to attack Kaloon. Perfect. Um, So I took that damage across the chest, and then I take my longsword in both hands, and I turn around, and I, I bring the blade across sideways at Kaloon's sword hand. Okay. Because he is holding the sword now. Got it. So I hit him with 12 points of damage, but what I wanted to do was take the blade, and I wanted to connect with his sword hand from the forearm all the way down to his wrist. Okay. Um, how much higher than your AC did he get? Uh, so he got 19, so 5. Okay, that's enough to make that precision of a, of a cut. Are you trying to disarm him? Yeah, yeah. So that would so then I'm be... I'm attacking it, his arm hand. Like okay. His, Do you want to attempt a strength check then on your next attack? Because otherwise you're just hacking at his arm. Yeah, and sure. Instead of taking yeah, yeah. another attack, you yeah. would do like a okay. strength check. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. To then. disarm, yeah. Yeah. So just a strength check to, to try to get the sword? Yes. Okay. And since he took that damage, would he get advantage? So Kaloon's going to take disadvantage. Oh, I see. That's 15. Uh, 14. Oh my God. So literally you bring the sword down his forearm and at the very end you flip your sword around and with the back hilt of it, you just knock at his, his claw. Kaloon, your outer body, you feel the sword release from your grip. Would you like to move on your turn? Um, it clanks to the ground. Yeah. I dive onto the sword and just grab it as quickly as I can. <laughs> it's like I dive onto the sword, standing up, no! piercing my heart. <laughs> I just—I actually imagined it as a Telnius, like dead yeah, fish. Dead like, fish. Like a, <laughs> you just all of a sudden are hurt, are, uh, horizontal in the air, and just I land just on see it. See the sword clank to the ground. I go. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do stuff, I guess. Just like, his body just goes completely stiff and just falls over. On top. So you're basically you say, carpe diem, army army rolling to try to retrieve the sword. I dive for the sword. Okay. I like go straight me, for the hilt. Give me an acrobatics check to at, like at least tuck and roll and land back on your feet. Yeah, will that be an attack okay. of opportunity as well? If he depending on his acrobatics okay. check. Um what is acrobatics against? 20. I'm doing it against probably, your AC. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he he tumbles away, no attack of opportunity. We now come to Outer Kaloon. So Outer Kaloon is full on attacking uh Aya still. And in fact, First thing he does is uh, 
strength check, I guess, to try to get the sword back. If you want. Yeah. Uh, that misses for sure with a seven. Well, I guess you have to contend it with a strength mm-hmm. check as well. Yep. Seven. Goes to the defender. Yeah, goes to the defender. So literally his claws over your hand and you're gripping it back and forth. What are your next actions? It's such a weird fit because I'm just like, I don't want to take it back, but I know that's what I have to do. (laughs) Okay, so attack again. Or so now I'm just going to attack with my other claw. Tensions are high in here. Yeah, I'm just going to attack with my other claw. 16. Does that hit your AC? Yeah, it does. Okay, roll your damage. Okay. Uh, I guess just one point of cold damage, so that just nixes or... Okay, so it would be six plus... You, so nine points of damage. Does he have cold damage with yeah, his claws? Sorry, the claws are icicles. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, there's like a blue glow there around There are icicles them. on your claws? <gasps> yeah. Ish, yeah. yeah. Full uh, real icicles? Like the creatures? Yeah, yeah like the like the creatures. The wow. claws are like that and the uh, and the fangs are like that. Nine. Nine points of damage. Because I add my strength to the... yeah. All right, that's your second attack and you have your third, which is a bite. All right, yeah. So the bite is another six. And I'm going to go for... Like specifically the arm. I'm gonna try to bite down. You mean a sixteen? Sixteen, yeah. <laughs> you said a six. So yeah, I'm like, say, that's I a miss. Say a six, yeah. Okay, so you're uh, biting the arm that's holding his sword. Uh, yes, yes. Thirteen. So he's basically just tearing your flesh, like clawing down, biting your arm, and ripping off. And there's just blood gushing from all these different spots on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've already moved to get up to him, but. Inner Kowloon. Uh, yeah. You're going to give me a wisdom check with advantage against Nordy. Okay. On this one, I would like to try, if I pass, I would like to try to cast a spell if I can. Okay. Six. Oh, gosh. I rolled a five no. and a seven. So. <laughs> was it a six or a 16? <laughs> yeah. Well, Nordy rolled a two. Ooh. Oh, okay. So. He's basically inside. He's infuriated. And he said, do not lose my sword. And what do you say as inner Kowloon? It is not your sword. And then uh, I, I would like to try to cast Shatter as a third level spell on the blue gem. And that's uh, at the, uh, the hilt of the deck. How this plays out. Kowloon... The, the wolf face, Ias, you're literally watching as he's tearing your flesh from you, going just rapacious towards the sword. All of a sudden, you see his face begin to, to, to twinge, and, and he, he begins shaking his face. One eye begins to falter from the blue. Red, like, tufts of fur begin to sprout from the left side of his head, and you just hear... <laughs> You guys recognize this as <laughs> Kowloon's voice rather than the howling or guttural voice of the wolf. How much damage did you do? Uh, 21. Ias, you watch, and Telnius, you watch as well. Rory, as you're kind of like coming to after being thrown, you like look over at the this screaming beast and you watch as the gem at the Crafter's Guild blade, the gem begins to shake shatter, crack, and just burst out, sending small shards of blue gem all over. Kal'un, your body begins to demorph from the wolf state back into Kal'un. 
So as the gemstone shatters at his at his hip within the sheath, he just flies backwards, knocking against the wall. And as he falls to the ground, he kind of shakes his head a few times. There is no longer the blue eyes of Nordy's control. Inside of the mind of Kal'un, you begin to feel the chains break free one at a time. The cavern around you begins to light and flicker with this pale blue. The vision of what Kal'un is seeing begins to grow and grow as if encapsulating all of your actual sight. The last line you hear is, This will not be the end. You're right, Tenny. We'll be seeing you soon. As the field of vision returns, you, Kaloon, again, you can grip your left hand and your right hand. You are Kaloon once more. I, I'm me! I'm me again! 